As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. Good morning, welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Thursday the 21st of December. I'm Michael Bailey and today we're asking... Who faces who in the Carabao Cup semi-finals? Liverpool 5, West Ham 1. Fulham have done it. Middlesbrough are through. And Chelsea are into the League Cup semi-final. Are Liverpool ready for a title battle? Liverpool will have to deliver near their best to beat Arsenal. And is Harry Kane making the Bundesliga look weak? Bayern Munich aren't the best team in Germany at the moment. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Michael Bailey. We now know the Carabao Cup's final four, all thanks to last night's quarter-final at Anfield. What happened? Well, now. Sabor's line. Oh, what a beautiful strike. Got to be worth a go. And that's 3-0. And that's Liverpool into the semi-finals. Brilliant run from Jones. Is there another one? Yes, it's five. Yes, Liverpool thrashed West Ham 5-1. Dominic Sobozlai got things going with a gorgeous strike before Mo Salah, Cody Gakpo and two from Curtis Jones sealed the deal. Liverpool will now play Fulham in the semi-finals with the first leg at Anfield. And the sharp among us will have worked out. That means championship side Middlesbrough, managed by Michael Carrick, will face Chelsea in the other semi, kicking off at the Riverside Stadium. A place in a Wembley final on February the 25th is at stake, with the two-legged semis being played in January. Our Liverpool correspondent, James Pearce, was at Anfield for the magic of the cup. James, was it Curtis Jones who stood out for you or do you want to nominate someone else? Yeah, I think you'd have to you'd have to say that Curtis Jones was a standout performer. He, he lit up Anfield, took his two goals brilliantly, massively influential in everything that was best about Liverpool all night, really. Thoroughly deserved the bear hug he got off Jurgen Klopp at the end. Um, but he wasn't the only one. It was It was a night. Act full of positives, really. But, you know, Klopp made, I think it was half a dozen changes. Could have been vulnerable, could have been disjointed. But actually, Liverpool produced by far and away the most fluent performance for probably well over a month. And, um, yeah, right the way through the, the side, there was the perfect reaction to that dour stalemate against Manchester United at the weekend. Indeed. And it's Fulham in the semi-finals. Are you happy to avoid Chelsea? Not particularly, because I don't think... I don't think Chelsea strike fear into anyone at the minute. I think Liverpool still would have fancied their chances across two legs against Chelsea. But it opens up a fantastic opportunity for this new look Klopp team to to get their first trophy together. You know, Klopp 
talked about this being Liverpool 2.0 and and how it might be kind of year eight for him at, at Liverpool, but it's year one for the, for this group because of the amount of changes in the summer. And I think we saw a couple of years ago when Liverpool, you know, sustained the challenge for the quadruple that the Carabao Cup can be really important. I think when you get that first one under your belt, it gives everyone that taste of success. You want more and it can really help build momentum. So um, it adds a couple of extra games to the January schedule, but I don't think anyone at Liverpool will be complaining about that. And talking about momentum, James, it's the Premier League next on Saturday evening. Second versus first, Arsenal at Anfield. Oh, it's going to be a cracker, isn't it? What are you expecting from it? Oh, yeah, I think it's got the makings of a fantastic game. I think it will be a very different dynamic to the one we saw between Liverpool and Manchester United last weekend, where you know United came and parked the bus and just tried to frustrate and thwart Liverpool and did, did a good job on that front, but showed very little ambition. I think Arsenal will will show more going forward. They'll ask a lot more questions, especially you know when you look at you know you've got Martinelli and Saka out wide. You know those are going to be two big battles against Simakas and Trent Alexander Arnold. But I think the big thing for Liverpool, even though they've been winning over the over the last kind of month or two, the performances have been patchy, and I think that's why the win over West Ham you could feel the buzz around the stadium again because it has been a bit flat because there's been so many holes you could pick in the performances, but that that was the perfect lift going into the Arsenal game. Because I think everyone knows Liverpool will have to deliver near their best to to beat Arsenal because it is a an impressive lineup that Mikel Arteta has put together. Yet, yeah, in terms of preparation, Klopp couldn't have asked for anything more than he got against West Ham. That was James Pearce. So that's what happened in England. But what about across Europe? It was a contrasting night for Chelsea and Real Madrid in their Women's Champions League group. Here's Charlotte Harper. With two games still to play, Chelsea are top of Group D in the Champions League on eight points after a 3-1 win over Hecken. Star striker Sam Kerr opened the scoring with a neat bit of movement to give herself some space at the near post. Square to Sam Kerr! Who puts it into the back of the net for Chelsea? The Swedish side really tested Chelsea, though, and it looked nervy at times. Hecken were quick on the counter and hit the woodwork twice. It took Scotland international Erin Cuthbert in trademark fashion to grab the game by the scruff of the neck and make things tick. Her arid finish gave Chelsea the lead early on in the second half, which really settled Emma Hayes' side. In other news, Real Madrid will not progress to the Champions League knockouts after they lost 1-0 to Paris FC. It was 38-year-old captain Gaetan Tierney who scored a Penenka penalty to cut short the Spanish side's Champions League journey. They sit bottom of the group on one point. Thanks, Charlotte. In La Liga, it took a Sergio Roberto winner seven minutes from time for Barcelona to beat bottom side Almeria 3-2 at Montjuic. Brilliant for Sergio Roberto. Surely this is it. Sweeping move. The captain does the job again. The brace for Sergio Roberto. Vital goal. Vital goal for Barcelona. That's Barca back to third in the table. Girona, Real Madrid and Real Sociedad are all in action tonight. In France, Paris Saint-Germain are top for Christmas, as we'd expect. They were 3-1 winners over Mets last night. Kylian Mbappe scored a brace and shared the pitch with his 16-year-old brother Ethan, who made his debut. How lovely. PSG go into their winter break five points clear at the top of Ligue 1. There's no winter break in Italy, where yesterday's Coppa Italia last 16 tie saw Serie A leaders Inter knocked out after extra time at home to Bologna. And then there's the Bundesliga, where top dogs Leverkusen were 4-0 winners at home to Bochum. Patrick Schick's treble, or a hat-trick if you will, 
ensured they head into the winter break unbeaten in the league and four points clear of Bayern Munich. The defending champs were 2-1 winners at Wolfsburg. Jamal Musiala opened the scoring before this man doubled it. Kane. Harry Kane! Harry Kane scores! How many times have you heard that? Harry Kane unleashes an absolute rocket to make it 2-0. That was Harry Kane's 25th goal in 22 games for Bayern. Our German football writer Seb Staffelblor joins us now. Seb, have you got any superlatives left for what Kane is doing in Germany? Yes, they are running dry a little bit there, Michael. I think one more superlative maybe because he scored a really wonderful goal. Probably the best he scored since moving to Germany. Just a classic bit of pure Kane ball striking. Interestingly enough, it was sort of symptomatic of his effect on this Bayern team because they didn't play that well in Wolfsburg. And they're a little bit unconvincing, especially in the second half when they're defending a narrow lead. And yet that little bit of Kane class has got them through and is really largely responsible for putting them in touch of Leverkusen. They have a game in hand, so they can close the gap after the Winterpause ends. Nevertheless, Bayern have been really unconvincing throughout much of the, the opening months of the season. And it's been Kane who has allowed them to compete, which is probably not what people are expecting. Yeah, a lot of goals. Is there a danger that this is making the Bundesliga look a little weak? I think the Bundesliga will always suffer in this way. And I think the expectation was that he would come out here and feed on Bundesliga defences. But as a result of Bayern Munich's dominance of the league, and yet that hasn't really been the case. And so, yes, people will look at the volume and they'll look at the literal goal return that he's managed to um, produce. And yet that doesn't really tell the story. And it, it's, it's actually shown a different side of Kane. And it's shown... It's shown a, a few different things, and uh, which we don't really describe the Bundesliga. He's adapted to a new set of teammates, none of whom he has any playing history with. He's adapted to a new culture. Bavaria is not like Germany. It's almost its own, own country. And yet he hasn't really missed a beat. And I think that's the story here rather than the inevitable Lewandowski comparison or what Bayern Munich are within the Bundesliga. And remember, Bayern Munich aren't the best team in Germany at the moment. So Kane is doing this with without the benefit of kind of the, the 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 flat track bullying platform that he might have expected. And in fairness, Harry Kane did score a lot of goals in the Premier League as well. Uh, we we spoke to you at the start of the week, and now the Bundesliga is off completely until mid January. It's nicely set, isn't it, for when they come back? It sure is. I, I think what's really nice is that there's no sense of inevitable doom about Bayer Leverkusen because they lead the league, and Bayern are at their heels. At the same time, at no point really has Leverkusen's standard drop, both in the sense of the results they've achieved, but also in the style of their football. They are playing absolutely beautifully. And credit to Jabby Alonso, because uh, he's coached this team to really, really high standard, but also to Simon Rolfs, the uh, managing director for sport at the club, who's put this group together, who's assembled this squad. And, and I think that gives the Bundesliga this season as exciting a, a second act as, as you could possibly have asked for. In addition to which, there have been some other other stories. Stuttgart are playing wonderfully well under Sebastian Hunes. Their, their, their revival over the past nine months has been nothing short of absolutely remarkable. They, they could have been relegated at the end of last season. They look like they're set to qualify for the Champions League this year. A special mention to Michael, to Frank Schmidt's Heidenheim. So, they beat Freiburg 3-2. They came from behind twice, won the game in stoppage time. Now, they have the 18th highest wage budget in the league. And it's by far, it's not, it's not a close thing. 
and yet they're heading to the uh, into the Winterpause in ninth position. And it's a remarkable, a remarkable overperformance. It really is an evolving fairy tale, and I uh, can't wait to see more of them in the second half of the season too. Thanks, Eb. The football train rolls on tonight with the start of the Premier League's festive fixtures. And it's a belter, the M23 Derby to be precise, when Crystal Palace hosts Brighton. That's live on Sky Sports at 8pm in the UK and USA Network in the States. In fact, we've got Premier League games on 11 of the next 13 days, so just shy of a full 12 days of football Christmas. And finally, Luton's abandoned game at Bournemouth will be replayed in full later in the season. The score was 1-1 after 59 minutes when Luton captain Tom Lockyer suffered a cardiac arrest on the pitch. No new date has been set yet for the game. Just before we go, it's four days to Christmas. And at this point, to be honest, your best present idea for that sporty someone in your life is probably a year's subscription to The Athletic. You can gift that right now for just $19.99. That's more than 70% off. Head to theathletic.com slash briefing for more info. And that might just be the end of your Christmas shopping stress. That's all for today's briefing. Thank you for listening. I've been Michael Bailey, Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman were your producers with Ian McIntosh, your executive producer. Adam Leventhal is with you tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. The Athletic. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.